welcome to our what was it again? The Drop Off Podcast. The Drop Off Podcast. Say welcome to the Drop Off Podcast. Welcome to the Drop Off Podcast. Thanks, buddy. All right, thanks. Oh, shoot, we rolling. Uh, I didn't even see that mug was recording. What is up? What is up? Welcome back to the Dropout Podcast. I'm your host, Nave Nobleek. Salute to all the fast food workers, man. Salute to all the fast food workers in those windows. You know what I'm saying? I, I see it. I see it. You know what I mean? Open, close, open, close. It's cold, then it's a little bit not cold. It's cold, then it's a little bit not cold. That's a that is an intense work day. I want to shout out to y'all. So uh, anyway, yeah, let's get into the first song, man. We 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 back. Fiending for you in the sheets, running the streets with the bros all on my own work. I done seen the evil that grow in the mind of people you know The worst evil is seeing it be the people that's close to you, they laying you low Even Jesus know once the agreement broke And that rent bill due, and that green get low Then that heat could blow over them keys of snow So you know I wanna go and make it home to you And you know I got some moments I ain't show to you Like how the barrel to the chrome seem to know the funeral Getting close when them goons let it go Move could be a ghost boost Spiritual healing I had to go and live my own truth Bulletproof windows I hope I never need a close view Money and feelings either the streets leave you cold blue With no feelings or you make it through with your soul loose So I hope you're waiting on me when I roll through Couple niggas hated on me but I stay cool Know the game players only I could coach you But know it's true I could never let you close to Cause you can leave me on my own if you chose to I keep the city secret safe like a black Bruce Pulling up at 3am scratching up tattoos Yes it's been been hard sometimes Moving all on your own We blast through the darkest nights I'm gonna make it home I know it's hard Podcast. 
it has been an interesting week an interesting week um in this we're going to get into a lot of things we're going to get into some hip-hop takes we're going to get into some series reviews we're going to get into a lot of stuff the first thing i want to say to y'all is this don't let someone lie and say they would do or have done everything for you just because of their friend lover or family member title many people out here do the bare minimum or what is only convenient for them which changes for everyone some people might have more money some people might have more time they do the bare minimum but then we'll say well i would do anything for you you know um we're gonna get into toxic family on here too because there is a lot of stuff that is normalized and called to be okay just because a family member is behind it and we're not going to dive super deep into that right now we'll cover that later but i just wanted to say that to anybody listening who might be dealing with toxic people who are claiming to be uh supporters claiming to be family or maybe not claiming to be family maybe you're dealing with family that has cut you off because of something you said family that's turned your back on you family that is using you you know Dini Siegel said there's a difference between family and relatives you know what I mean to me you define your family defines itself you choose your family relatives are people you happen to share blood with and may have grown up around you know so anyway we're not going to get super deep into that we'll, we'll cover that a little bit later but I just want to say to anyone with toxic family members I, I am rocking with you toxic friends toxic relationships I am rocking with you salute to you and know that no matter what they say right is right and wrong is wrong and anyone who can take away support take away love uh at the drop of a hat that is not someone who really cares or maybe they care but they have some things to work on so you know i just want to it can be kind of hard to to remember what reality is when you're dealing with people who manipulate reality and manipulate uh the truth whatever so i just want to remind anyone dealing with anyone toxic man salute and you are not alone 100 percent. yeah man all right let's get into this first topic has reported that Lil Wayne uh, allegedly has caught another charge from what I'm hearing and let me make sure I, I look this up here and get the correct information it's looking like um, yeah we got it Lil Wayne faces up to 10 years in jail for being charged with firearm possession that's from Independent uh, let's see. Confirm charges were laid. There's a, his lawyer says there is no allegation that he's a dangerous person. The charge is that he was convicted of a felony in the past. He is prohibited from possessing a firearm. 
Wayne was allegedly traveling on a private plane when federal authorities in California searched the plane and discovered a gold-plated pistol. At the time, he told the police that the weapon was a Father's Day gift. Investigators also allegedly found bullets, trees, oof, a little bit of snow, and a little bit of <laughs> and a little bit of the tan in there too. If you don't know what any of that stuff is, I'm not gonna break it down for you. Um, prayers up for Wayne, uh, and I would be remiss if I did not speak on some of this other stuff. He he has. Look, I believe in karma. I believe in karma, and I believe that a lot of times it's not life attacking us. It's just the consequences of our own foolish decisions. And after everything that he's gone through, after... What, what, there's a lot of different opinions, but I'm going to just say this to anyone listening who may feel like, oh my goodness, why is bad stuff happening to such and such? Or why is all this bad stuff happening to me? I, look, look at yourself. Now, bad stuff does happen. Bad stuff, you know, it happens to you. Situations happen sometimes. And I rebuke any bad situations happening to me in Jesus' name. But anymore. But a lot of times, if you look, you can find some indicators that you could have gone a different way. After everything that Wayne has experienced... It's crazy to be on a plane anywhere near any of the stuff that was found. Period. New sentence. Like, you should maybe move a little different. Now, I believe in karma, like I was saying. Um, in America right now, there's a large, a large amount of emotions and people's own reasons justifying, being used to try to justify decisions um Wayne has been asked about how he feels about police brutality and was very basically said you know I, I'm not really I'm not really uh rocking with Black Lives Matter he said his life matter he kind of turned it into a joke he also uh was reported you know going out to support Trump and like I said I I don't I've said this before I don't really follow I don't subscribe to any political party. I believe that subscribing to a two-party system that makes us argue with each other and literally pits us against each other is extremely foolish and counterproductive. But if you, I believe right is right, wrong is wrong. I don't care what the sides are. That's what I believe. If you deny the suffering of anyone, really for any reason, like some people could say that Wayne was a little biased because when he shot himself in the chest, I don't have to say allegedly, he admits it. As a child, uh, a police officer, specifically a Caucasian police officer, saved his life. So his stance on anything against police is a bit biased. Um, a lot of these rappers are millionaires, so they'll side with whoever's going to save them some money. But right is right, wrong is wrong. Karma does exist. You will get rewarded for the decisions you make in one way or another. If you side with a president that supports the KKK and that is kicking out uh, Haitians and that is letting kids suffer in cages, 
I don't care if it's Trump. I don't care if it's Obama. I don't care who is is letting these things happen and saying these things. If you side with someone who is ignorant or causing other people's suffering, ignorant to or causing other people's suffering, if you turn a blind eye to other people's suffering for any reason, to me, that is opening yourself up for bad karma to come find you. And you can run from dogs, you can run from uh, bad relationships, you can run from problems, you can run from a lot of other things. You can run from a lot out here, but you cannot run from karma. She gonna catch you, you know what I'm saying? And on top of that, on top of that, usually when karma comes, she's already been chilling close by. And it's just kind of waiting for you to seal the deal. You know what I mean? So prayers up for Wayne, but I really want to be unbiased about these, about this thing. No matter what we benefit from, from siding with a situation or benefit from, karma is real. You can call it whatever you want. Call it the law of the universe. Uh, it's going to come find you. So the best bet would be to make smart decisions like nobody is watching or make smart decisions like everyone is watching you, even when you think no one is watching. There we go. My bad. You know, I did a little, you know, you know what I'm saying? But, um, yeah, the best, let me make sure I say that again. The best option to me would be to make decisions like everyone is watching, even if you think no one is watching. Make decisions for yourself that will secure your future and that won't hurt other people regardless of what you benefit and life i think will go a lot easier for you that's what i think critical thinking man emotional intelligence prayers up for wayne uh let's get into how many minutes has it been it's been we're at like 11 minutes right there we'll do one more topic and get into another music break this is the drop off podcast we'll be back 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 to the drop off podcast i'm your host nave no beak this is a terrible british accent but i'm trying my best right now it's going a little bit into australian so i'm just gonna stop this is we're back and we're going over to twitter to check on one of my favorite favorite hip-hop accounts hip-hop coconut aka coconut rap you know um, and he decided to post some takes a couple days ago, maybe about you know a little bit, a little bit ago here. And I, I really wanted to discuss these. All right, Coconut Rap says, "Random takes with the smiley." Number one, Tupac isn't top five of all time. Next, he said, "Pusha T better than Drake." Then he said, NBA Youngboy does not deserve the hate he gets. He's not good, but he's overhated. He said, you can't say Andre is one of the greatest without having Big Boy not far behind. Uzi is overrated. And Rocky is top five of, of the decade. All right. That is what Coconut Rapper said. Let's let's 
break down these takes because I think that these takes really reflect a lot of where hip hop climate is for, and I don't know how old coconut rap is. And so we're not even going to speculate, but it is for a lot of, of listeners who came up in stream, the streaming area, the streaming era where you don't have to buy stuff, like go, go buy CDs out of a store. You could stream it. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think this is, this is a good indicator of where a lot, I've seen people echo these takes. And there was a time when I never saw people say this. Now, of course, you know, opinions are everywhere. But Tupac is not the top five of all time. Let's get into it. All right. I'll actually read. I'm just going to read my response to what he said. I said, Pac was not the greatest technical rapper. But if you're black in America, he speaks to a lot of our situations better than most. He has also birthed, birthed style. No, I'm going to say this word right. Birthed styles that birthed styles for most of the game. M, Cole, Kendrick, etc. Without him, they don't sound the same. That's what I said. And for me, it was the Rocky take that set it off. For me, it was the Rocky take that set it off. Because if Pac is not top five of all time, and I'm still waiting to see a, a list, I need to see your top 20. Coconut, I need to see your top 20 list. Where are the lists? Release the lists. All right. My reasoning is. My reasoning for why people think Pac is not top five of all time is I'm not trying to be racist and I'm not trying to be whatever. So, But if you have not experienced every day what it's like to be black, you're not going to. Number one, a lot of Pac is going to fly past you. I'm going to be honest with you. If you've never experienced oppression, if you've never experienced someone being racist and then people trying to tell you racism doesn't exist, if you've never experienced police brutality if you've never experienced living in an inner city situation, if you've never experienced trauma, you're not going to understand a lot of Tupac. If you're listening to hip hop for just for punchlines, if you're listening to hip hop just for quote unquote cool stuff, like stuff that sounds cool, then a lot of Pac might fly by you. I'll admit it right here. Pac was not the best technical rapper i said it Pac didn't have mind-blowing punchlines Pac had stories that were very very hard-hitting and reality-based which i might add all of the greats that you list if you want to list new greats j cole kendrick that you have to have that to some degree you have to be a bit of a storyteller Pac was one of the best um and we're going to talk about some other stuff too about Pac but like I had a college teacher hated Pac my professor in college my hip-hop um studies teacher which is a dope class hated hated Tupac was like a black revolutionary brother from like the 70s hated Pac but for what he brought to the game for what he brought to black people what he did in the community you know I don't think anyone has ever done that. 
that's why I would call him a top five of all time. Uh, his output. Hold on, I'm listening. Okay, all right, we're good. My, my, I, I have my son. I was listening to the Joe Budden podcast, and he had his son right in the room. I wanted to say, stop cussing in front of that baby, but, but I have my son too, so I'm making sure he's good while I'm potting. But um, for what Pac's added to the game and what he's done outside of the community and, and just throughout the culture, movies, movies, like we gotta, we gotta address this too. What other artist has done culturally shaping and changing films? What other artist? Juice. Juice, man. What other artist has made a juice? And we are how many years past and that movie is still relevant. That movie is still ringing off. Yeah, man. I I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's a whole generation of people who miss the movies, who haven't seen some of the, the community outreach he did, who didn't feel the impact of when he passed who really don't as far as the styles that he like if you listen to Eminem you can hear that he listened to Pac go listen to Eminem till I collapse you can hear Tupac in his voice you know what I mean I think there's a lot of people who maybe haven't caught all those moments and they their criteria for who is top five is based on maybe the last 10 15 20 years media coverage a little bit uh some albums that came across um but yeah i I think unless you listen to most of the discography unless you've consumed all the content unless you've seen gone back and look at some of these articles some of these pictures some of the women that have madonna around Pac, i believe if you if you go back and soak all the history up and can still say that Tupac is not a top five, top 10 artist of all time, then we will have to respectfully agree to disagree. But I think if you go back and and delve deeper into the history and the mythos around Pac, I think that, you know, you have to put him top five, top 10. Now, bars wise, we can debate that. But you gotta, you gotta put points in for storytelling to me. Let's get into some of these other ones real quick. Push T, better than Drake. I think if you're surprised at this, then you're a tourist. <laughs> oh, there's a lot of tourist takes out here. I think if you're if you're a real fan of the culture and you are in any way, shape, or form saying that Drake is... Uh, the only way that I could say that Drake is better than Pusha T is melodic stuff. You know, songs that are more of a vibe, songs that you can dance to, songs that you got it. Women's songs, songs that um get into the psyche of women and relationship stuff. You got it. And that is hard hitting. But the game, the game in the game of hip hop, in the culture of hip hop, five elements. I got to give he's battle tested. Pusha T, man. Pusha T made Drake say he had a a diss that was so earth shattering you couldn't release it and so that just went away you know what i mean push the t's part of the clips push t's bars are out of this world 
you can make a debate about who is pumping more evil into the universe through their music. You can you can make a debate about that. But as far as the game, yeah, man, I'd give I'd give push of the ups on Drake. He doesn't ghostwriting, man. We got to talk about it. Drake's got ghostwriters too. So, hey, man, you got to keep it real. What else we got? NBA YoungBoy doesn't deserve the hate he gets. He's not good, but he's overhated. I am not as well versed in NBA YoungBoy as admittedly some other people are. I've caught a couple albums. He has bars. It's basically just death music, but it's the it's the to me NBA YoungBoy is the the trap equivalent to death metal. That's what I'll say. There are there are artists out here who are um, singing beautiful melodies full of bodies just dropping and in hip-hop is black bodies but we're not finna talk about that right in hip-hop sometimes if you switch some of these these uh artist ethnicities or if you saw the writers that were writing this you would be greatly offended but we won't talk about that so um yeah i would say he's i mean he's killing youtube right now so you know nba young boy i i would co-sign that you can't say Andre is one of the greatest without having Big Boy not far behind. I would disagree with this take. I don't have Big Boy even in my top 20. And I made a top 20 list. Y'all want to hear it? <laughs> I'll read it at the end of this. Um, no, no, you know what? I won't. Uh, let's see, what's next? Uzi is overrated. I tweeted today i think that uzi is for the new generation what lil wayne was for my generation i'm 30 i uh, i think that uzi is that he's just punchlines 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 i think that if uzi pulled the nle chopper oh salute to nle chopper man hold on we'll talk about that too but salute to nle chopper for like really stepping his bars up and stepping his writing up that was crazy um but if Uzi wrote just one conscious album with the skill set that he already has, I think that he would be another Meek. Ooh, and we're going to get into this Meek topic later, too. There's a lot of stuff to talk about in hip hop. Yeah, man. I think that if Uzi just added a little bit more consciousness of reality and of, of the issues that people like him face in America specifically... I really think that he would be a top five, top ten uh, new new artist. If he shrugged off that double stuff, too. But people don't want to talk about that either. Last one. ASAP Rocky is top five of the decade. That one I totally have to completely disagree with. I feel like ASAP Rocky, ASAP Rocky, not ASAP. Because ASAP Rocky is a totally different conversation. ASAP Rocky is a different type of rapper. I'm not Rocky. Wow, I said Aesop Rocky. Forgive me for my hip-hop purists. Aesop Rock, who sometimes they call Rocky. Aesop Rock is a different type of artist. Um, but Aesop Rocky, I feel like, is the king of cool rap. Where that was his lane. Now, I believe the album was called Allah, which had, I think, whatever album had Canal Street on it. He got a little bit deeper lyrically, and his production has always been amazing. But to me, I always thought Rocky was a bit of a plant. Like, he just showed up or a, a sacrifice deal. Like, yo, sacrifice 15 dogs and four PlayStation 2s, and we'll give you this deal, you know? Because 
I don't know. I didn't listen to any of his old work. He showed up and his first tape just popped off to me. I don't I'm not well versed in Rocky. You know what I'm saying? Um, but anyway, I I uh, I always thought like, yo, he's named after Rakim. He can rap. And it sounds good. But it's a little empty content wise. It's like rhyming just just rhyming words and saying cool things and and fashion and cool stuff you know and that's and there are people in the asap click who can like asap ant i think bars you know what i mean and rest in peace to yams you know he was a big coordinator behind the scenes but yeah that's how i feel about rocky i i don't have rocky in my top 20 the beauty about hip-hop is you know we can all have our opinions and you know still interact in this space i will say though just like in how i feel in politics right is right wrong is wrong there are some you know there are some things in this culture i feel like you either know because you studied and your opinions shape that or you haven't studied and your opinions will will say that you know that's that's what i'll say um let me think. Should I read my top? I'm gonna read my top twenty to y'all. Let me see. I and I'm I'm shifting. I'm freaking shifting around these things. All right, here's what I got. Top twenty rappers all time for me. Number one, Pac. All right. Number two, Eminem. Number three, Lupe. Number four is a tie between Andre three thousand, Big L, and Big Pun. I put them there because they don't their their bodies of work had they kind of stopped short before they really we could really see all the way what they could do on a on a big main stage where their main focus is putting out solo projects. Number five, I got to put Immortal Technique. He has said so many crazy bars and he is very, very politically conscious. And if you check his Twitter, he never stops being politically conscious. It never stops. You know what I mean? Number six, I got to put Royce to 5'9". Shout out to the D from Detroit. You know what I'm saying? I'm from Michigan, Jackson, Michigan. And just bars. He's had some people call him um, a close, the African-American equivalent to Eminem. I don't know about that, but he can rap better than a lot of people. He can rap better than a lot of people. And you know what? You might not be too off on that, to be honest. They both were monsters when they were on control or not what do you call it controlled substances and then when they stopped it kind of like changed a little bit um number seven i got biggie number eight i got jay-z number nine i got black thought number 10 i got kendrick anyone who listens knows how i feel about kendrick but kendrick i can't you know gotta give credit where credit is due I don't like artists who are really intelligent and post devil, like push like satanic uh, devilish music, because a lot of times if you study any type of basic form of spirituality, you can tell what enriches your soul and you can tell what hurts your soul, even if you benefit uh, in a material way. And I think it's it's irresponsible to kind of push all that out there to to uninformed minds because a lot of these artists are writing for teenagers which makes a lot of these artists weirdos or people who want 
white people to say the n-word but um yeah i i don't rock with that but skill wise you can't hate 11 i got nick grant a lot of people may be sleeping on nick grant but super bars number 12 i got j cole number 13 i got ransom um that the movie based album series that he's been putting out with nicholas craven is amazing Number 14, I got Crooked Eye. Number 15, I got Joel Ortiz. Number 16, I have Joe Budden. Number 17, I have Ghostface Killer Stories. Number 18, I have Lauren Hill. Number 19, I have Tech Nine. Number 20, I have Caskey. Um, honorable mentions I give to Drake, Lil Wayne, and Kanye West because they are reported of using ghostwriters now i'm not gonna do a deep dive in this we'll talk about that on another topic but that is my top 20 i gotta put master ace somewhere in there too salute to you and i'll probably be changing that around at some point so anyway let's get into another music break and then we are going to get into my review and my pick for the best tv show of all time all right, Straw Ball Podcast. We'll be back. You street. Dog on my back. Dog on my back. Who got my back? Who got my back? My flow is on crack. My flow is on crack. My guy got my back. My guy got my back. Dog on my back. Dog on my back. Who got me back? Who got me back? I push the top back. Show me some money, I get to the stack. As soon as I hop on the clip, we gon' blow. As soon as you show me the guap, I'ma go. I'm whipping the water, I'm thinking the flow. I line them all up, get the fuck on the flow. I'm going, I'm rolling, I'm swimming in bands. I'm flowing, I'm rolling, I'm flipping the yams. I post for the flash, show up for the cam. I stomp on the curb, I stand up like a man. Had to catch a couple bodies just to hop up on the crew. Had to whack a couple seats just to prove that I'm true. Now I'm with a couple fans every time I'm coming through. That's a couple of folks that I put all in you. Out of city, yeah, that's my third number. I swear to God, bitch, I'm putting up numbers. I'm banging them, y'all, but not popping like kettle. I am on top, you were just in the middle. Playing this game 
salute, 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 salute. Thank you to all the indie artists who submit music. And, you know, thank you. And it is an honor to allow your voice to be heard. It's an honor and a privilege. We are back and we are going to get into my pick for the best show of all time. And we're going to do a little bit of review here. So I put a poll out, I said in my IG Live story. Oh, I'm so sorry to my IG Live. I've been cheating on y'all with fleets. You know what I'm saying? I've been on Twitter fleeting it up, fleeting, just fleeting it. They Come on, man, it's 30 seconds. So I'm going to be back to y'all. You know what I'm saying? But I've been on this fleet time. I'm, I'm sorry, man. But I put out a poll and I said, what is the best TV series of all time? Breaking Bad, ER, The Wire, or I think I said Other another one breaking bad er the wire i might have left another one out but but i said open to interpretation if anyone picks um oh and the sopranos duh in the sopranos um and i'm sorry sometimes i amaze even myself if i was white i might be blonde and I'm sorry if that offends anyone, but my entire <laughs> spoiler alert, spoiler alert, my pick for the top series of all time. They voted for The Wire and Breaking Bad. It's The Sopranos. We're going to talk about The Sopranos. I totally forgot that I even put it in there. Like, I am a little ditzy sometimes. But anyway, so the vote said... It was tied with Breaking Bad and The Wire. It's not a democracy, though, so I picked The Sopranos. And, you know, we're going to get into this real quick. The Sopranos. No spoilers to the best of my ability. The Sopranos follows a family in New Jersey that is of Italian descent. And the patriarch of the family, Tony Soprano, happens to run the mob scene in that area and spoiler alert not a big spoiler but I have to get into what like gets things rolling so basically he's the father of this family and things are rolling around rolling along in mob fashion you know what I'm saying things are being bought things are being sold bodies are dropping and everything is normal ish there's a bit of a power struggle going on who's gonna lead the family and then during a barbecue a family barbecue tony is grilling and he just passes out passes out and that kind of sets things in motion he goes to see a therapist and he begins to try to find out why he keeps having these fits, these fainting spells. And I'm going to stop, you know, I'm not going to tell any more uh, plot elements there. But it really, it really examines normalizing toxic things. This ties right back into our, our talk about toxic family. A lot of why some of us our bodies what we think is anxiety depression is really our bodies responding to the toxic environments 
that we have just normalized. Um, it's not normal to be able to, like for Tony, it's not normal to be able to sleep soundly at night when you're responsible for thousands of murders. <laughs> so many of them in so many different ways, you know, and other horrible things. It's not normal to sleep at night, but because no one stepped into Tony's life and said, hey, this is not normal. To him, it was abnormal that he was experiencing any to him to him. It was weak that he was experiencing stress. You know, wasn't mobsters don't talk to therapists. So they're even if you hear in the mob that someone's talking to a therapist. Whoa, what's going on? Who are you talking? Who are you tell, why are you talking? And I'm going to be honest. I feel like a lot of a lot of us who are in my age group can relate to that. I saw a tweet on Twitter. It said. It's crazy that my parents want to try to have a relationship with me now as an adult, an open relationship when I was punished for telling the truth as a child. I think a lot of us have normalized some of these toxic traits and a lot of us are running around like Tony thinking there's something wrong with us. When in reality, it's something wrong with where we're at. It's something wrong with what's been normalized. A lot of Soprano, a lot of the Sopranos deals with family and it's crazy because it's kind of like a family show, but it's a mob family. So they just catch bodies, you know what I'm saying? Left and right. But coming from a family that, or just seeing experiences, how, how many times have you heard this? You better not tell anybody about what goes on in this house. What happens in this house stays in this house. A lot of us have normalized that. But in reality, what that is doing is training a child from a young age not to speak up about trauma. You're training someone to stay silent. And even more so, you're inverting their sense of morality from a young age. That's what that is. The, the what happens at home stays at home mentality and what the mafia and the streets end up doing as we see as we continue to watch these shows and watch some of these events play out in the culture what they do is have you running around thinking right is wrong and wrong is right politics do it too look at these trump supporters i'm unbiased if some and the de democratic stuff too but right now we talking about the crazies people whose morality is inverted you know, you watch Goodfellas. The first time that uh, Henry got out of jail, they got him a car, or they 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 had a they had a party. I think I heard in a rap song, uh, somebody was rapping about one of their youngins caught a body. They got him a car. What does that do? What does glorifying and rewarding extremely negative behavior or normalizing negative behavior do? And you know, in The Sopranos. Tony is constantly talking to this therapist like, I don't understand what's wrong with me. I don't understand what's wrong with me. And she is having to explain, well, maybe the death of this individual caused it. Maybe you don't see the connection. You know what I mean? So it's basically a grown man learning right from wrong after he's lived much of his life. And I think a lot of us are, are figuring that out.
now that we're out of the influence of some of that toxic family. Or maybe some are still in the influence. You know, that's why I said at the very beginning of the podcast, right is right, wrong is wrong. Toxic family can use their their positions to convince you right is wrong and wrong is right. No, don't talk about this. No, you're weak if you talk about this. Um, A lot of victim blaming can happen in toxic families where because a, a... elder or older family member was was abused or taught to defend abusers that's how they raised their children i've seen family members fall completely silent when told about claims of abuse and say they just don't want to be involved but they'll talk for three hours about how you just need to go make more money and that's the priorities and it'd be christian too christian based you know i've seen books and and shelves full of of christian literature of bibles and the way that they do their kids the way that they do their siblings is you would think they were dogs on the street you know so i i think that the sopranos i would call it a top series of all time because when i like illegal shit in my shows i like i like a little bit like in i'm not gonna lie i'm a very conscious brother but i like i like you know, Goodfellas, Gotti, great movie, you know, um, Sopranos, you know, like, yeah, I want to talk about improvement and like, you know, getting free of toxicity. But in my shows, I like there to be a little bit of Coke, so like a little, just a little sprinkle, you know, a little sprinkle. I like there to be, you know, some some you know they work out of a strip club they work i like you know i like crime elements because i feel like they comment more on the reality of american society than a polished nuclear family sitcom with a laugh track you know the mob really did run a lot of things the streets really do run a lot of things as we saw with this gucci Mane versus jeezy situation that we're gonna get into later too you know I don't like to cover topics that everybody talking about. So, but yeah, I think that if you are it, it, the Sopranos helped me figure out my toxic family situation. And I'm not going to say any names or go into any specifics, but on the outside, it might look like the Cosby sometimes with some of some family members, but on the inside, it's toxic in there and it can feel like you're in the freaking mob. Cause it's like, yo, sometimes it's been in situations for me. Yo, don't talk about this. Or you can't come to Thanksgiving. <laughs> and what, and what I'm telling you not to talk about is super wrong, but don't talk about it. Or we're going to, we're going to disown you. Um, I don't know. It's always love. It's always love to my relatives. It's always love to family. Family is family. That's another theme of the Sopranos. Family is family. But when you become a certain age and when you start to have a family of your own, it's okay to question what is normal. It's okay. I would I would never uh, spank my kid with a belt. I would never spank my kid with a switch. I would never do that. You know, does does he get a, a spanking sometimes once in a blue moon if he really goes crazy? Yeah, but to be honest, I've seen spanking is really not that effective. 
it's really not that effective. As far as deterring behavior, it's it's taking stuff away is way, way more effective. You know what I mean? But you don't figure these things out until you can really see how it affects your own kid. Um, and no spoilers, nothing. But it is it's amazing to see the 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 thing that had me watching The Sopranos was. All right, nobody taught Tony right and wrong from a very young age, and he's been actively living this life. You know, I don't know. If you, he's been living this life. So it's almost a race to see if he is going to identify the behaviors that are keeping him in a negative cycle before the choices he's normalized catch up with him. We talk about karma, right? So it's interesting to see, and it's also interesting to see how characters react to the to the decisions they make um, when they don't understand that they're bad decisions. You know, if you don't know that stealing is wrong, you'll grow up your entire life thinking stealing is right until you get in trouble or someone says you have to stop this. That's just a fact of life. Like common sense is not common. So it's interesting seeing, you know, what's going to happen, what decisions and some of the decisions characters make are like, yo, what are you doing? Oh, but that's life, man. My guardian angels and God have to be looking at me sometimes like, bruh, I just told you, like, I just told you, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's a very it's a very human show. But it's it's also a show where you better be ready not to like some of these characters that you're watching because these choices are crazy. But anyone who's into kind of cerebral crime shows and shows that really deal with therapy, shows that really deal with uh, getting past trauma, um, identifying trauma, I really encourage you to watch The Sopranos. Uh, I would have picked maybe ER or Breaking Bad, but the Sopranos really touches on things from a psychological level. And even more interesting is the mythos surrounding the show. Um, the person who played Tony Soprano is actually dead, like in real life. I'm not, I'm not, there's, uh, I'm not commenting on the show at all. Um, James Gandolfini mysteriously passed away in a hotel room in Rome, I believe. Um, and also the the Meadow, the actress who plays Meadow. I, I'm sorry, I don't remember her name, but she has reported that one of the that the last time that she ever ran because she had multiple scler multiple sclerosis. The last time she ever ran was in the final episode of The Sopranos, and that's not a spoiler, you know. But the last time that she ever walked briskly or moved in a in a fashion in that way was the last episode of the sopranos so there's a lot of stuff going on around the show that's very powerful as well um so yeah i would encourage anybody to watch that i would encourage anyone to watch that you know salute to the sopranos uh what do we got what do we got here is it time for another music break we can do one more music break and we are going to talk about what Gucci versus Jeezy a little bit. It's been over talk, so we're not going to do that a whole bunch. And, you know, a little bit more stuff. It was heavy on the politics last time, so 
I don't want to go crazy with the politics. So yeah, this is Drop Our Podcast. We'll be back. I know my story is different. Lowering the pedal with roaring ignition. Cash at me more can record in the city. Make more than you get from a tour and a click. Play Call of Duty, record for the rent. God brought me through the gulag of my friends. Storm in the street with a team full of villains. Caught up in the loop like Team Bruce Willis. Pocket full of loot like PUBG winners. Couldn't see that it was me restricting my retreat from the meaningless dream. My IG pics where the fiends exist to chase dreams. Really is sticking the needle in. Whether it's eight to 80 hours a week to live. At a job that treats you like you don't even exist. They pick your poison and they feed you with. Hit the store, get orange juice and mitts. It's past three, she sent them double D's and picks. I'm a young black G with a degree in killers. The American dream is just sleep and sickness. Hit the store, get orange juice and mitts. It's past three, she sent them double D's and picks. I'm a young black G with a degree in killers. The American dream is just sleep and sickness. Alrighty, alrighty. Welcome back to the Drop Off Podcast. More dope music from indie artists, man. Salute, salute. Um, I, another real quick note on the Sopranos that I didn't comment on was uh, Tony's relationship with his mother and how that interacted or how they interacted. He basically, his mother was someone where whatever you said to her, she would just start crying and basically do a victim thing and then turn it around. And I'm not saying that my relationship with my mother is like that, but I've encountered situations where there's people who've been older than me or there's people I've been in relationships with or there's people who are friends. It's, it's, it's just a form of manipulation. Have you ever talked to somebody who... They will do something terrible, and when you say something something to them, they will attack you, or they will turn it around on you, or they will try to get a get a sympathy vote from you. Um, if you've ever dealt with that, you know that it is maddening, because the end result is you are still not heard, and this person basically gets away scot free, and the 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 most poignant aspect of all of this is that if a person truly believes that they are a victim in every situation then they will never see if they're being a bully being rude being mean they'll always just feel like anything you say is an attack even if it's the truth you know what i mean and for a a family relationship that can really mess a kid up that can that can stunt a kid's growth and that can turn someone into a narcissist as an adult, meaning someone who never looks at themselves, who always finds a way to blame someone else, who always finds a way for it to be not their fault, who can attack people without really it's like uh, they'll attack people. It's like shooting someone and then crying. And they don't stop. Like, they'll keep shooting people. And then when people go, hey, you, you, what are you doing? They're like, oh, my goodness, no. And they don't understand that it's them causing this heartache now. Maybe because they're stuck in a time period where their trauma happened. But they don't understand that in the present and current day, it's them causing this. It's them. 
You know what I mean? Uh, that was just a very strong thing that was commented on in The Sopranos that I feel like I need to speak on. So anyway, moving on, moving on to uh, speaking of thinking right is wrong and thinking wrong is right. We're getting we'll talk about this. Meek I messed that up. And I hate it when that happens. I hate when I try to say sentences and it doesn't work. So you know what? I'm not even going to cut this. I'll leave this in here. You know what I'm saying? We're going to leave this in here. And we're going to try this again. Okay? <laughs> anyway, speaking about thinking right is wrong and wrong is right, we're going to get into Meek. Oh, shoot. I can feel it starting to get crazy. <laughs> and I'm trying to get it together. Meek Mill versus Poundside Pop in Philly. I said it. There's a lot of alliteration going on in the Philly rap scene right now. All right. Jesus. And I'm not saying that as a curse. I want Jesus to help me say words better. Um, long story short, Meek Mill tweeted out that he would give artists in Philly deals if they would squash beefs, if they have bodies between them. And then Philly responded by saying, shut up. You can't come to Philly no more, <laughs> basically. And um, that's how I know when I think something's funny. I, I laugh like this. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I can't get the laugh out. But basically, they attacked him. And they found every way possible to disagree or, or fault find. And I really think that this comes from basic right and wrong. And okay positive thinking not being taught one of the things that they were pressing meek about was they said it was funny i'm not gonna lie they said where are you from and he's been shouting out a certain street i'm not even gonna get into saying street names on here i don't even want to play that game but he's been shouting out a certain street right and when pressed he said an entirely different street okay and poundside pop an artist from philly took that real serious he didn't like that and you know that's they call that block hopping you know if you now here's one thing for me i don't subscribe to any of that i'm not gonna tell you where i'm from because that's not your business you know what i'm saying i'll tell you i grew up in a middle class home i'll tell you that at the age of 13 a very close person to me said hey i'm selling crack now and because he was close to me i was like okay uh, I don't want anything to happen to you. I'm going to kick it with you, too, as well, and just not tell my family. And that is that is. And I also uh, come from all of the studios in the area being in trap houses. So if I wanted to record, I had to be in the trap spot like that's That's my history. I don't to me is not about any. This is the truth. Street cred does not carry over into the boardroom. You cannot buy food with street cred. Now, you may be able to exchange some items that may or may not be legal based on your face card and based on your reputation in the streets. But in real life, we are all human beings, as cliche as it sounds, we are all human beings. And the only real separation in this country is between people who have money, generational wealth, and people who are made to work for those people and think that's their only option. Or the streets. Like that the streets is also the only option, which is really working for somebody else because you got it. But we won't get into that. But uh, the, there's not a huge difference between nine to five in the streets other than instead of getting like a discipline, a disciplinary meeting or like getting on 90 day probation, you might catch a leg shot. Like that's the main difference. You know what I'm saying? But in reality, what Meek said is what should be happening. 
because in a generational blood feud where there have been bodies, unfortunately, the only way to stop it is if someone goes, hey, I know this messed up stuff happened, but I don't want our kids to have to be shooting at each other. So we're going to stop. Gucci versus Jeezy. Gucci versus Jeezy. And there was real issues there. I'm not going to over talk it, but it ties in. Gucci versus Jeezy is a situation where something really happened. There were bodies that were allegedly, not even allegedly, because people caught a case so they could speak about it. Uh, people getting buried. And someone said, I know this is true. And I know this happened. But for the sake of peace and unity among us as black people and humans, let's try to move past it. That's the truth. A block where you grew up from shapes who you are, but it doesn't define you as a human being. You can move. You know what I'm saying? You can move off that street and have an entirely different experience. That street is. It may be where you can get some money, but unless you own it. It may have even been where blood was shed, but unless you own the bricks. Unless you own it. That's the cities, man. That's the cities. The city owns that block. The city paves them streets. Even if you pay rent there, you don't own that property, man. You can be evicted by the police or the government, all that stuff. So that's the truth. It, it really, I know we are emotionally attached to where we were born. I was emotionally attached to Jackson and that is where I learned to be who I am. But Jackson does not define who I am. I'm more than a city. I'm more than buildings. I'm more than than all of that. You know what I'm saying? I'm me. I'm 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 Nave. You know what I'm saying? I'm all of that. And I'm me. That's how I feel. Like I'm people be like, yo, this whole like I'm black and that you're not black if you don't do this. No, I'm black no matter what. I'm I have African blood in me, no matter what you say. You know what I'm saying? Um that was a tangent, but basically me, Philly just went crazy on him because by street rules, he violated to a degree. But people have to understand, just like in The Sopranos, street rules are not reality. And many times street rules are the opposite of what is right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of like I got a lot of a lot of my homies who are surprised that bad stuff happens to them. When they have been selling substances that destroy families and communities and take away free will. They don't understand that even though they're making money, allegedly making money, that karma is still going to find them in other ways, even if they try to distance themselves or don't believe that it exists. You know what I'm saying? Um, I think that. The street mentality is scrambling our brains, just like how racism is scrambling Trump supporters brains. It's making us hate people who try to speak up and say what's right. And it's making us glorify the bad stuff. And Meek, who came from that prison reform, Meek, all that, it makes sense that he would try to stop these beefs. But 
these mentalities that I'm speaking about have to be addressed because this will this will be the result until people realize, yo, okay, it's I, let me try to understand what this person is saying. A lot of us are listening already to misunderstand, and that's what it looks like. Immediately when Meek spoke, people started saying, "What? How are you gonna say I gotta like you saying I you saying my dead homies don't matter? That's what you saying? No." He's saying your life matters so much. Don't throw it away for the streets. That's what he's saying to me. And the other thing people people were saying was, oh, so you saying we got a beef to get attention? Why don't you pay attention to people who not beefing? What I would say to that is stop trying so hard to misunderstand. He wants people who are actively shooting at each other to make peace with their enemies yes there's a lot of artists who may not have beef and and hopefully he can create some opportunities for that but right now black death needs to stop so so how can we make that happen that's the point and if you hate on that man you really don't want progress you you just want to get into some shit you just you want blood you want revenge you want to be trapped in a cycle of negative karma that will keep finding you unless you stop it. Uh, you see how it's coming together? So I really didn't, I didn't like how they treated Meek. It was really funny though, because Meek takes L's a lot. He's a good rapper. I'm not hating on him, but it was just a funny online moment. But it, it as a black man, it was sad to me because I said a long time ago, we have to be the ones to get ourselves together but the issue is we've been trained to attack we've been just like a trump supporter is trained to attack anyone who says black lives matter it's happened to me before i've had to defend myself and i was just being black and standing somewhere um just like it's it's the racism has trained trump supporters to attack in that way I think the street the street mentality in America has trained us to just and social media, man, that can't be discounted. Black Twitter is toxic, man. You know what I'm saying? And Twitter in general is toxic, but black Twitter towards black people and black men, you would think that it's like the black section of the KKK. I'm sorry. I'm talking about it, man. We are toxic toward each other. The self-hate is real and evident, and it's caused by some racist Caucasians who designed it to be that way when we were kidnapped. But just like how racism has been passed down for years and years and years on, on the side of the silent majority, the street mentality has been passed down for years and years. And we both need to realize the priority is to live and have peace and not hurt nobody. You know, I, I really think that if if all sides who are dedicating to attacking anyone who is speaking up or speaking the truth if they just realize yo do we want to live like what kind of world do we want to be in things would be all right things would be all right i think that's that's what needs to happen in philly right now it was a kind of a funny moment it was a sad moment but i really hope that some artists take advantage of that deal and call up you know that person you went to middle school with that did something that you didn't like and that you're in beef with and goes, yo, we don't have to do this no more. Let's get this back. Like Gucci and Jeezy did, man. And I'm be real. Gucci was talking real, real crazy. That, that would have went left. It would have went left if it wasn't for Jeezy. I don't know. Maybe the whole thing was planned. But I know he was talking real crazy. But 
he did what needed to be done to squash it. And I, I really prayers up for Philly. I really, really hope that sanity can prevail and that all mentalities that make us attack the truth and what's right and attack victims. I really hope we sort that out because, you know, we're holding ourselves back as a as a country and as a people at this point. Yeah. Uh, what else we got? Oh, speak life. Speak life. Speak life. A lot of this hip hop music has got us as a culture and as a people. I'm not talking about ethnicities. I'm talking about the culture of hip hop or maybe a social media culture has got us hype to speak negativity. And maybe maybe I'm biased because I'm a Christian, like a real one, like a, I read the Bible. I like I don't I pray for my enemies. You know what I'm saying? I pray for anybody who's talking crazy. I try not to judge even the worst people. You know what I'm saying? Um, a large part of my faith system, if you read the Bible, is words and what they mean. It says when God created this place, he spoke it into existence. And humans are one of the f only, only species on this planet that can communicate past, present, or past present and future verbally i could say yesterday i thought about today and tomorrow in one sentence i could say yo hand me that green piece of paper over there and you'll totally be be able to understand what's happening we can speak and a lot of us think our words don't really carry any weight you know the bible says the 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 tongue what you say is and i know there's immature people who go and say whatever but they say it's the tree of life and death I believe that. I believe what you speak will find you. If you if you get on a song and all you talk is death, you know, hey, that's the energy you're putting out. That's going to find you. That's why I say I'm going to be blessed. I'm going to be happy. I'm going to be peaceful. I'm going to be wealthy. You know what I'm saying? Uh, uh, I'm going to have a perfect life. You know what I mean? Because I'm speaking that over my my myself. You know what I mean? I, I think that if we can all focus on not only what we do, but what we say and what we speak, I really think we can improve our experience here, guys and gals. And it's hard. Some of my homies, I have to stop them. Listen, hey, 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 no, don't say that. You ever you ever have a you ever have a friend that's like. They just keep being negative no matter what. You ever meet somebody like that? Like, they be like, oh, no, what if this happened? And what if this happened? And, oh, this could happen and this could happen. Maybe a family member. It's just toxic negativity, I call it. I have learned to stop that, to cut them people off. And I've also learned that to change my self-talk, which is important. Hey, no, it's going to work out. Maybe it's going to work out. The thought, maybe it's going to be okay, is one of the most powerful thoughts you can think. It's one of the most powerful things you can say. Instead of thinking all doom and gloom, instead of, uh, uh, rapping songs full of death in front of you or maybe, I don't know, younger people around you, your kids. Instead of doing all this stuff where you're speaking negativity, try thinking, man, maybe it'll work out. Life, life, speak life and watch your life change, man. Um, Okay. Yeah, the rest of this stuff, I got a movie review, but we're at like an hour or so. We'll talk about some other stuff another time. This has been the Drop Off Podcast. Speak life, y'all. If you have any problems with anyone, 
especially in today's day and age, patch it up with them. Even if they did you wrong, let the grudge go. If it's if you're able to reach out and say, hey, man, I know this happened, but I want to let you know it ain't that deep and I'm not really tripping off it. You know, you don't have to let you don't. you can still identify what they did wrong without being salty about it for years. You know, um, I encourage everybody to speak life and just have a great rest of the November, a great year. I hope I have a great rest of the year and all that, too. And get away from toxic family, man. Get away from them. All right. You know, just just because they say you're their fan, just because they say they're family does not mean that they actually care about you. Now, some family does. I'm not talking about people who have normal family units, but toxic family. Get away from them. You'll be better off. All right. I'm out. Well, I don't know what song we're going to play next, but there's a song coming too. peace. My gratification is stacking the chips Woke up with a face all in my lap She looking at me like I had to come get it Like daddy, I had to come get it She act like an addict for Diddick I'm back like Trunks, I'm the future And you were just rat my nigga I done shed plenty of tears None of this shit just appeared I'm trying to sleep on a leer They used to say I was weird Don't know if it's hate or it's love I said it, I meant it, we clear It's lemonade in my cup And it's a manny in here Y'all been praying, praying, waiting, waiting, and it finally came true. They just want famous, why they hating, praying this game will change you. She don't play games, she on the way, she hit my line and came through. We on the way, been on my grind, I ain't forgot to thank you. Gotta say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Gotta say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Y'all been praying, praying, waiting, waiting, and it finally came true. Gotta say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Favorite rapper do rituals in the moonlight I shine bright through the gloom like moonlighting Name a rapper who tell you to finish school right now But he'll tell you pick up a pistol and shoot right Oops, let me get back to it before I lose you You ain't trying to build, just wanna know what the tool do Stayed up with the squad, watching for the blues They had eight balls in their right pocket, no broke you Such a cool dude, probably why they hate on me I've been dropping mixtapes until wait, homie Make music while you go and cook the steak for me Get a music or you can drink Drano Case closed, game's mine and I hate sharing Up late getting baked, playing that Sharon I've been thinking out loud, let my brain marry You probably couldn't get a date when an arranged marriage Pray for me on the days when I ain't care Wanna punch a rapper in the face But they all scary Academics, they commenting on my way Swear, every day is such a struggle Not to take it there I wrote this for the days They ain't playing fair Y'all wanna ride waves Make a pair fair This is circus You gotta maintain player Then I ain't cheating on the game Like it ain't a fair These haters better step down Like Steve Bannon They just wanna pull you down So they leave traps Even ruin their chances See you yeah. in sadness See through yeah, like I hit the special yeah. cannon. Yeah, I've been praying Praying, waiting, waiting And it finally came true They just want famous Why they hating Praying this game will change you She don't play Came, she on the way, she hit my line and came through We on the way, but on my grind, I ain't forgot to thank you Gotta 
gotta say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Gotta say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I've been praying, praying, waiting, waiting, and it finally came true. So I gotta say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you.